Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. That's not what I wanted, but whatever. <laughs> I want to make sure that's part of the intro. <laughs> that was, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Woo! If you yeah. ever wonder how awkward me and Tyler are sometimes before the, so awkward. the, the record button goes on, I'm going to leave that liberty up to Cameron because yeah. that was just really weird. Love you. No. I hate both of you. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. This is Ben Tyler, America's Diesel Podcast, brought to you by Diesel Power Products. Tyler. Yeah. Go. Uh, wait, number one podcast ever. 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 <laughs> first things first, thanks for everybody that's been shooting in reviews. Awesome reviews. You made me feel better today. I read a, read a couple of our freshies. Man, just just, just put, me in, put me in a good mood. Tell yeah. you what. That's awesome. <clears throat> if you want to be a part of that, as far as brightening our moods. Send us a five-star review. Screenshot that bad boy. Send it to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck, T-shirt size, and an address to send it to, and you get some free swag from America's Diesel Podcast, the best podcast in the pod world. See, we moved on from regular Earth and regular galaxies into yeah. the pod into the, the pod world. As far as podcasts go, the Diesel Podcast, we are the, the Tiger Blood. What was that? Yeah. 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 Or the, uh, what's the, uh, Panther... Sex Panther. Sex Panther. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 60% of the time, works every time. Yeah, 60% of the time, we're five stars every time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Take it. Uh, make sure and check us out on all the normal platforms. Uh, if you guys are listening to this, if you didn't notice, we are on YouTube. This is this is video recorded, so you can... So you can look at us. Yeah, look at us doing all this crazy stuff or drinking <laughs> stuff and having fun. But uh, yeah, Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify... All that kind of good stuff. Uh, we appreciate you listening in, and make sure and check out our Instagram. It's just America's Diesel Podcast, run by me and Tyler. It gets spicy. Yeah. <laughs> subscribe, Ew. subscribe, subscribe. 
Are we? That's it. Are we, we going to be those guys now? Subscribe. Hit the bell. Like yeah. I, I don't know. Why don't you check out the comments below? Yeah. <laughs> or comment. leave it in the comments below. What's your favorite? <laughs> oh, this is terrible. That's so stupid. I hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to make you comment below. We're just going to make you do a five-star review, and then we're going to give you something. Yeah. Enough with the intro. What are we talking about today? There's some today, big news. Today. Ben, look, at, look at Ben's smile on his face. Look at him. Golly. <laughs> we're talking about- I got a proper shooting grin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I've kind of named named this thing Old Blue just yeah. because it's blue, and it's old, and it's your new truck. And that just seemed to fit. You could change the name. I just it was the first thing because it's blue and it's old. I think blue works. Old blue works. Old uh, blue. I might. My, I don't know. My man blue. I'm either gonna do okay. So let me preface this. If you follow us on Instagram, you already know because so I I bought a '97 single cab long bed, little per stroke manual transmission. Manual back in the OBS game. That's why I wore my Power Stroke shirt today. Uh, shameless plug. We have them on the website, but eh, yeah, whatever. And these hats. Yeah, those hats. For you. <laughs> But yeah, I got myself a 97 Power Stroke. It's, uh, it's got a ton of miles on it. Ah. Yeah, it's just broken ah, in. Just broken in. <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit of a, uh, it, it, well, you know what, let's just get into it. I'll give you kind of the backstory because you guys yeah. know, like, I, maybe I was building the Burb. I still have a Suburban. What was I doing? So full disclosure here. I am fortunate. I'm going to say that a lot of people don't have these kind of opportunities that I do, so I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. Put us out there. I, I am lucky at this front, this front. So I do know the suburban need, or suburban. <laughs> I don't care about it because it's going away. Yeah. I, I do know it needs work and whatnot. And I was actually planning on kind of putting some of that time and work into it and whatnot. And my uh, in-laws, my wife's parents, um, are getting ready to buy a new a new daily driver for them. Yep. And they have an early 2000s Durango. And they basically cut the roof off one of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have that on YouTube. Video how to on YouTube. If you guys want to check that out. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they offered it to pass it down to us. They they said, I mean, if you want it, you can have it, or we're going to sell it. It's not going to be worth a whole lot of money, but it, it runs, it drives, we daily drive it. But if you want it, you can have it. Um, which I feel very fortunate. That's awesome. I love free rigs. I, I love free rigs, and, and and not all everybody has that opportunity. So uh, I'm lucky at this front. Just want to put that out there. I'm not taking it for granted. So that gives me, an, I kind of like, it opens up some doors, right? Yeah, you're going to have quite the fleet. Yeah. So now, <laughs> but this is before I even yeah. got the single cab. So now yeah. I'm thinking to myself, like, well, now I have a Durango and a Suburban. So let's get rid of the Suburban because I don't need that anymore. Yeah. We already have something that holds people. Yeah. And it's four-wheel drive. And it's a daily drive. Actually, has like half the mileage the Suburban does. So yeah, great. Um, but the downside with that is the only good thing about the Suburban was I could kind of still use it as a truck. I could still get plywood with it. I still get yeah. you know eight foot studs with it. You know all kinds of materials because it was big on the inside. The Duramat or the uh, sorry the Durango not so much. So well, when you cut the roof off, you can fit so much more in the back. You could fit anything once. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <-o>. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And so I'm thinking to myself, okay, how can I work this out here? Because if I get rid of Suburban and I get the Durango, I am gonna be really upset with myself that first time this summer when I start a project and I go buy a piece of plywood yeah. and I can't take it home. Yeah. I am gonna I'm gonna be like a really butthurt adult. Like yeah. <laughs> I am not a man. Like I cannot take a piece of plywood to my own freaking home. Yeah. That's so good. yeah, so then I started like, okay, well I'm gonna get a, I can get a small trailer, I'm gonna get a truck because then I got a little bit of money opened up from selling the suburban. So I start looking at trucks, start looking at trailers. My budget, I'm looking anything from, you know, $2,000 all the way up to like $12,000 because I can kind of like work it on my budget. Like, oh, I could afford maybe like 200 bucks a month for a truck payment. Maybe I'll get something yeah. a little bit newer. Yeah. And so I start looking around like, yeah, I don't want to get anything new. I don't want to get a payment right now. If I could find something just right off the bat. And I'm looking at like old carbureted Chevy trucks, uh, you know, big block Fords, you know, like 460s and all sort yeah. of kind of stuff. <laughs> and I'm just looking at everything. 
And I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, I'm starting to see all these like OBS 460s and I'm, I'm heavily considering them. Yeah. And I, I like the idea of a single cab manual because it needs to be just a truck. All yeah. it needs to do is be able to you know, go to Home Depot, get go to the dump run, all that kind of stuff. And so I start coming out across all these OBS trucks. OBS Ford's like the, the you know, old late body 80s, style. Late 80s, late 90s, <laughs> old body style Ford trucks. Um, and I don't care if it's a, you know, I even was, I was even looking at the 300 inline sixes with a yeah. five speed, you know, yeah. just, just something to get around. And I'm like, well, what happens if I raise my budget from like two to four? Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden all these uh, old <laughs> beat to crap diesel trucks start coming in. I'm like, man, <laughs> <laughs> coming to fruition. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, and I'm looking at all of them. This one pops up and it's it's a blue single cab long bed manual F three fifty sick yeah great that'll get the job done okay so I I don't even tell my wife about it yeah I just let it sit goes a week a week goes by still there yeah two weeks go by still there and we start kind of getting finalized with the whole Durango thing about getting it up here we get the title signed over and all that kind of, kind of stuff and it's still there. <laughs> just chilling, and I'm like, I got the. I'm starting to get my suburban all cleaned up. It's actually looking really good right now. I gave it a yeah. couple washings, power wash crap out of it. The interior is looking teats, and I'm like, what am I gonna do? So I kind of wrote by my wife, who is also pretty much my financial advisor. I'll, I'll yeah. go ahead and put it out there. You know, <laughs> I'm good at a lot of stuff. She's really good at that, and I kind of told her my plan. She's like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, it's, just, it's it's the extra truck. So I mean, as long as you as long as you follow the plan you just laid out to me, I don't see why not. Like, make it happen. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh. this is awesome. What? <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> yeah. And and husbands or, or or anybody that right now you're gonna relate to me super <coughs> hard on this. <clears throat> yeah. It was right after work. We had just finished dinner. Kid was still eating dinner. I immediately went to the bathroom to take my evening <laughs> evening crap and start getting on Craigslist and start, start, and start contacting yeah. the guy, right? Yeah, seriously, every guy <laughs> that's married could probably relate because I remember when I was doing the LS, gonna doing the LS swap in the suburban before it completely just went all the, you know, well, we all know what happened. <laughs> but um, one night I was talking to my wife about it. I'm like, you know, I, I just need to get this engine. Like, I just need mm. to get it. You know, if I get the engine, like, it's just like, that's a big step and I can go this. She's like, why don't you just, why don't you just get it? I'm like, can you, hold on. Can we yeah. record that? Can you say that <laughs> one more time? And actually I'm going to draw up a contract real quick. Yeah. <laughs> we can get this notary. We need to go to the notary. <laughs> we can notarize this. <laughs> it almost kind of yeah. makes you think like when being like married and whatnot, like we're so surprised when these ideas are like good. Yeah. Like statistically, it's got to be like. Yeah, because you're thinking in the back of your head like, "There's no way this will fail." I'm not sure this is a good idea, but I'm going for it anyways, yeah. <laughs> and it, I could sell it as a good idea. <laughs> I gotta tell you, man, of all like the thing, I, I gotta be like one for two hundred. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. It, it, yeah. <laughs> it, it's so true that like when it when she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I do." They like, what? Uh, yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, I need to go back <laughs> in the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> So I retire to the uh, kingdom, yep. and I get in there, and I, I'm like, okay, there's no phone number, or there's uh, no email listed, so I, I shoot them a text, and it's it's not quite too late yet, because I don't know if it's an old guy, young guy, whatever. Yeah, who knows? Shoot them a text, hey, is it still available? And you, usually when I text people for Craigslist ads up here, they kind of aren't too stoked, because I have a Bay Area phone number still. Yeah. And so they look at it like, you're not from here, why are you texting me? But I'm like... You got to give them a little back, like a dot, yeah, like, dot, hey, dot. Hey, I'm hey, up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yes, I know. Um 
And he's like, yeah, it's still, it's still here. And I'm like, okay. So we start getting pictures back and forth. And, well, not back and forth. He sends me pictures and videos and stuff like that. I'm like, man, it's, for what it is, it's in good shape. You yeah. Know? And it gets going and it runs and drives well. Um, so we arrange uh, a meeting. I go see him up there. And uh, on Saturday, I bring Sands with me, our other sales guy here. And uh, well, came home with a truck. Yeah. And, uh, sure did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, couple of things here. I'm going to, I'm going to walk. I'm, I'm a little disappointed in myself a little bit here. This, this is going to be, a little, this is a long, a little bit of a rant story type deal, but I feel like everybody wants to be involved. It's okay. But let's, let's, let's set the, set the stage here. Okay. Uh-huh. Cause you're going to, you might talk bad about it, but you got to keep on going back to the beginning. This is, this truck was, I mean, I know you got it for a little bit less you than 4,000. Yeah. Yeah. How much? Uh, it was posted for four. I got it for 38. Okay. So we have a $3,800 truck. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. This just goes to show all you guys out there that don't have a diesel truck yet that are looking to get into one and, and not necessarily looking to get, especially not not necessarily looking at one to like replace your daily driver. If you wanted to get into diesel and start playing with something like a truck like this is perfect. It is mm-hmm. perfect because f- for one, it's cheap. It still runs. It still drives. It's still, I'm sure, like right now, you could take it and do whatever. You could go to the hardware store. You could, mm-hmm. you know, do whatever you want to do there. And you can still toy with it and learn. And then you're not burdened by the fact, like, let's say you're working on it, like you were working on it the other night. And you put a new oil cooler in it. Mm-hmm. You left the truck down and drove your other rig to work. Yeah, like, there's no pressure. And, and there's no, there's no, pr- and that just makes it so much funner. Mm-hmm. It's it, then then after your day of work, you're you're you maybe got some parts that showed up after work. You can hightail it out to the garage and start working on it and start having fun. And that's mm-hmm. that's the that's the you don't want to get yourself into something to where you're in over your head to where you can't play with it. And then if you if you do, you're putting yourself in a financial situation where it's too it's too much of a burden on you to play with it. So it's just it makes it makes it not fun. What you were what you are doing is essentially the best way to go about having fun with a diesel because you're, you're not necessarily like you're, you're not using it for work. You don't need mm. to haul things on a daily basis. It's not a tr- truck that makes you money or anything like that. No. This is like a hobby that you're, you're playing with and you're having fun with. And that yeah. that's, that is cool. That, and yeah. that's what someone who's starting out in the diesel industry strongly recommend you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Find a cheap one first, fix it up, get it looking good, get it running good. And then if you want to upgrade down the road, Guess what? Now you have two rigs. Like, let's say you wanted to upgrade to something that is your daily driver that's nicer because you love diesel so much and you're just so mm-hmm. into it. Then you've got two rigs you can go ahead and sell because you've got your daily driver that you're done with. And then you've got your rig that you fixed up to go in on something better. So mm-hmm. I, I love the I love what you're doing. I love how you're going about it. It's literally the best the best way to do it. <laughs> I mean, hands down. Well, now that Tyler approves, I feel much better. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. It's a power stroke. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. no. So, no, I I'm stoked for you. I love that body style. That's probably that's my that's my second favorite body style. My first is like the I I really like the new ones as far as mm-hmm. the way they look and they're really aggressive looking. I really like that. But this my second favorite is the old body style. Yeah. I I, I challenge you for anybody that thinks of like a a truck yeah. you know especially and obviously those guys are like oh trucks were when you know they they have four headlights in the Do, front and stuff you know like that truck kind of reminds me of slightly is uh what's that movie with the rock uh oh walking tall yes yeah the, the green that, one that okay so we know that's not a diesel and whatnot yeah. but that that look of that truck is ju- that's like perfect it just looks good mm-hmm. it looks good too when you put a little bit oversized tire on them a little little bit of a stance a girth 
Yeah, man. Especially single cabs. I've always loved single cabs, but every time I go and like look at one and drive one and whatnot, I I like them, but I couldn't imagine myself like. I don't know. I like crew cabs. I like make. Mm-hmm. I don't know what is with me in cabs. There's like, not I like a lot mega of room cabs, there. But there's no. There's not at all. Like, but it's a good thing I got it, short legs. Yeah, and you don't have any dogs or anything like nope. that. So if like me, and my family wanted to go on, you know, that'd be, you know, I have a hundred, almost a hundred pound pit bull, so mm-hmm. <laughs> she'd be sitting on my lap <laughs> basically. But no, it's it's. I think they they look slick. They look cool. It'd be uh, yeah. No, I I I approve. I approve. You're doing some other things to it, which we're going to probably talk about that yeah. is going to make it even cooler. I'll stop talking. This is your truck. Okay. Story I'll time continues, up. right? <laughs> uh, so I go pick up this truck. I drive it home. Uh, so we, uh, Sorry, I got to back up a little bit here. So I, uh, as far as the deal goes, and this is going to be like full... I, back up again here uh, what Tyler's talking about if you haven't if you listen to one of our previous episodes where we talk about doing a hard reset that's kind of I'm, I'm like towards the end of this hard reset we talk about how it's hard and you know you got to kind of like let things settle and move forward this is the fruits of that labor yeah um so things that went down in the deal that I was not super stoked on with myself no fault to the seller okay this yeah. guy, I'm, I'm I believe the best in people and I'm, I'm choosing to believe certain things about him and whatnot. Yeah, and a lot so, of people, a lot of people don't know what they have. Right. Essentially, I mean, I they're not. Not everybody is like in this in depth as we are into this stuff. So. Right. So I I get there and I I, I request that it's cold and whatnot, and he starts it up. It smokes a bit and whatnot, but I mean, he he's up in the hills on a two mile muddy dirt road and like that. It's fine. Yeah. Smokes a little bit, and he, and he told me it was his knock around truck. It's not you know just go to get wood, go to the dump, whatever. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, it's doing the exact same thing I would with it. So it smokes a little bit. It's fine. Clears up. Um, I take it for a drive, you know, drives exactly like it should. It's a manual turbo makes turbo noises. Um, you know, the, and he, and even looking at it, you know, the turbo has been either replaced or something like that. Um, the valve covers look freshly clean. So at least one bank has been replaced and he did say that he's like, there's been some work done to it, but he's like in the oil cooler leaks a little bit, but it's never been too hard or whatnot. Yeah. So I drive it, it shifts the four wheel drive works. Everything looks good. And I started driving back up the road and Sands is up there. And he looks at it, and we're looking there, and, and he's like, hey, it's a TTB front end. I'm like, shut the F up. <laughs> it's an F-350. You know? Yeah, and right. I, I'm not going to get hoodwinked again. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so I look under it, and yeah, it's an it's a uh, it's a TTB front end. Uh, so I run the VIN on both the – and the, the door and the, and the VIN plate on the windshield match. Um, I run the VIN, pulls up an F-350. It's tagged as an F-350. It's fine. Um, and we look at the axle and whatnot, and it's you know, it's it's definitely a TTB, but it's been there for a long time. Yeah, like there's rust buildup on the bolts around it. Like this was not a slap together; hasn't been done, you know, something like that. It's been in there for so years. Is there any chance that truck could have came with a TTB front end? Highly doubt it. Not only just that, but that TTB specifically, because that yeah. is a. Dana, it's either a 50 or 55. I don't recall correctly. I'm not really a super axle guy. I think they're 50, but it's a Dana 50 Kingpin TTB. They stopped putting those in those trucks in 92. Okay. Hard stop in 92. Hmm. So th- there were TTBs after there, but they were ball joint. Yeah. So this is a, this is a, a an axle that was not in production for a very long time. Um, so, I mean, someone made the choice to go from a solid 60... At that point, probably been a ball joint axle to a TTB, which I probably pulled it from an F two fifty or something. Who knows yeah. why someone made that choice? It was it maybe just been a happen in the circumstance they had to have an axle on the axle. It was on hand and they made it happen. I don't know. But 
there's light at the end of the tunnel. There is, there is. <laughs> so, you know, I, I kind of mentioned to him, like, hey, you know, this is not what exactly what I was looking for and whatnot, but, uh, and we agreed on a price. Like, okay, that's fine. It actually drives away, like, you know, it's fine. I'm good to go. So we drive it home. Everything's great to drive home, doing like 70 on the highway. It's good to go. A plus. Yeah. And I get home and take it for a hard power wash, clean off all the gunk on it and whatnot, bring it home and immediately put it on jack stands and start taking off the wheels and tires um, or the wheels to get in there. And, and you know, I want to put a nut or a wrench on every bolt. Like, you know, yeah. it's it's front end type stuff. I'm going to put my wife and kids in this thing. It's yeah. got to be safe. I'm going to drive. It's got to be safe. And I start looking at this stuff and I'm like, man, the side of the engine is really wet. Yeah. Really, really wet. Yeah. Like it's, it's, I know I just power washed it and literally I power washed it and drove home. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's really sad. I started looking at it more. I'm like, that oil cooler's done. Yeah. Dunzo. And yeah. so and by the time my wife gets home, you already got the oil cooler out. <laughs> oil cooler is out. Wheels are off. You know, shit's hanging down. Mm. There's, there's stuff all over the floor. And she's like, didn't you, what, we, what, what yeah. happened? <laughs> <laughs> Dad texted me, "Hey, heard you got a new truck. How's it going?" Send him a picture. It's already just busted yeah, apart. He's like, apart. "You can't, you can't just leave anything alone, can you?" Yeah. Like, There's a world record for me. It's less than five hours. Already mobilized on jack stands. Yeah. Whatever. But you can do it because you got another rig. That's true. I, I have a side project, so it, this is is and and that's also having that knowledge and then knowing what you're getting into. Yep. So I'm going to transition right now as far as knowing what you're getting. Oh, I'm sorry. I should go back. I did an oil cooler on it. Um, I was going to do O-rings at first. Uh, pulled the cooler out, started cleaning everything up. Realized that mm, cooler's not so hot. Yeah. Um, so it was cracked, I right? Yeah, it yeah. was cracked. So I purchased an Alliant oil cooler, uh, which by the way, those do not come with O-rings and gaskets. Everybody ever asks. Uh, they do not, which that will be on our website now. Um, if it wasn't before, I'm pretty sure it is. But um, I had gaskets already because I was going to do just gaskets anyhow. Yeah. Uh, put it in. Everything's fine now. Uh, yeah. I'm sure that it was if it was leaking a little bit for him before uh, because I drove the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why I started leaking more. Yeah. So it was just leaking coolant then. Oh, the it was cooling and oil. Oh, both. Okay. Yeah, it was mixing them inside. Gotcha. Uh, okay. But I, it's my when I drained the oil, it wasn't milky. When I drained the coolant, it wasn't That's good. So it must not have been... I guess crossing examining too hard. Yeah. Um, so uh, knowing what you're getting into, I want to yes. transition to that right now. Yes. Because everybody's probably thinking, Ben, why would you purchase a 330,000 mile truck to do what you're trying to do right now? Like you're trying to make some power, blah, 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 blah. No, yeah. Just know what you're getting into. Yeah. And this is kind of the same thing as like when I was looking at a six liter, knowing what you're getting into. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I already already bought some tunes for it yeah <laughs> already got some power parts laying around and you know and ash who keeps it the realest out of all of us here he's like what the hell are you doing yeah i hear you daily tell people with trucks that have tons of miles on them you're giving cocaine to a man on his deathbed yeah it's gonna go great and it's gonna die yeah it might and that's what i'm doing right now but yeah. it, it's knowing what you're getting into it's a difference between Someone who bought this truck at 60,000 miles and now has 360,000 miles on it feels low on power. Might as well add a tuner. Yeah. No, 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 no. That, That's like you. Yeah, fix your issues first before. That, and that's the that's what you should do is fix issues first before you start adding power to something, especially with a tuner, mm-hmm. especially when we got, you know, injectors or a high pressure oil pump or something that is not outputting like it should. It's just going to basically amplify when you start trying to add more power to mm-hmm. it. So always keep that in mind. Of course, he knows. Yeah. He knows 100%. It's what he was, you know, that's, again, you got to come back to the to the context of this. It's a $4,000 truck. Right. 
and it's got 330,000 miles on it, mm-hmm. and you built it as a project. Yes. Uh, so I, it's I, like, I, you know, at that point, again, it's not like I bought this truck as my daily driver. I'm going to throw a tuner on it right now. This truck needs to make money for me today. Yeah, I need a tuner. I need more power to tow my trailer better. It's like, yeah. stop. Pump the brakes. But with again that and that is the beauty of of doing what you're doing, it, mm. it, it, of having that spare rig to drive as you toy with this thing. Because then, yeah, you can go out and have fun for five minutes, and if something blows up, oh well, you're like, okay, well, I kind of knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Now I know what's wrong. <laughs> you know, know there's an issue there. Exactly. So, as long as you're not like popping a hole in a cylinder, I mean, yeah, go for it. Yeah. So and, and <laughs> or don't don't yeah. go for it. Sorry. <laughs> the, no. The other thing too is if if I do decide to make power on it. Or things are failing, like the high pressure oil pump and the injectors. If I do decide to try to make power with it, I'm going to be replacing the high pressure oil pump and injectors. Like right. you're already going to be doing those anyways. Yeah. So why not, you know, save money on the front end? Like, yes, I could have saved up more money and I could have or got a loan somehow on a truck that had maybe 150 thousand miles on it. Yeah. But then I'd be making car payments right now, and it just it's it's a whole it just it's less stress. Yes. And I'm very excited about that. Um, so knowing what you're getting into, very, very important there. Furthermore, so I'm a little disappointed in myself that I wasn't harder up about it not having a solid axle on the front. I yeah. should have known that. Ben, you know this. A 97 F350 came with a solid Dana 60 in the front. Yeah. Why the hell would you even consider that someone, you know, maybe it came with it from the factory or whatnot? It, hindsight 2020, you know, I would have told, you know, if someone called and told me that, I would have told him, walk away right now. Yeah. Walk away right now. I didn't. I bought it. <laughs> so okay. it happens to everybody because a lot of the other things outweighed the fact that it had a TTB in the front. And also, uh, the best man at my wedding just happens to have a, a ball joint data 60 sitting in his house. So yeah, and the best that's part, coming up. <laughs> yeah, and the best part is the his Durango he's getting <laughs> is coming from the same area. So yeah. his, your brother, my brother, who's driving up the Durango, is going to load up this Dana 60 in the back of this Durango and bring it up for mm-hmm. Ben's truck. Yeah, pretty awesome. stoked on that. Yeah, that's. And, it was, I mean, that's that's perfect. So perfect. also, this kind of goes along with the uh, frame of mind. No, real quick, yeah. before we jump out away from this, yeah, yeah. As far as so swapping from the TTB to like a solid axle, is there any suspension changes you have to do as far as leafs, anything like that? I'm mean, like, what so has to change? Technically, you, you are supposed to change the leaf springs. People okay. have run them with the TTB leaf springs. Doesn't ride as good, and then the ride height's okay. not right. Um, the steering in the front because that the. Uh, Data 60 is basically T-style steering. Gotcha. Um, can so you use steering Y-style leaf. steering on it? I think you can. Like, you, I think you can use the steering from the 250 on it. I wouldn't, but I'm just going to buy right. a new steering for it anyhow. Yeah. Um, and you're basically taking the brackets off for the TTB, and I believe I need to either find a bracket or the track bar bracket goes right okay. in there. So it's not that big of a deal. No, It super really easy. isn't. So just super so easy. you guys out there, if you have like an or earlier F-250 that has the TTB and you want to go to a Dana 60, so what year is this Dana 60 that you are putting in? Uh, I don't know exactly where it's from, but I know it's a ball joint. Okay. So, they, yeah, they, they I mean, you could find they're 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 everywhere. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're not cheap. A ball joint one's not cheap, and that's part of the reason why I'm getting this one because I, I honestly, but you I, can find them every once in a while for cheap. Yeah, I mean, and I would have taken a kingpin honestly, but it's it happened. To, and this is one of those things to real quick too. Yeah. Let's explain kingpin versus ball joint oh, for man. people out there. Uh, what's the best way to talk about this? So you have like, basically the way the spindle attaches to the axle. You have yes. either ball joints or kingpins. Kingpins are very old school. It's very like what durable. semi-trucks have and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the best way to describe it is like obviously we all know what a ball joint is. You have a you know, stud with a ball on top in a joint that's greasable, kind of moves around. Everything's happy. Good to go there. Kingpin is like the most robust old school like dinosaur technology you yeah. have basically two conical surfaces mounted to each other grease in there 
rotating about. Yes. And that's it. Yeah. Like it's they don't they don't steer as well. Um, the brakes on them aren't as good. But I mean they they work. Usually like off road guys, king pins are un- indestructible. Like yeah. you are you will not break a king pin. They'll never handle well, but you will not break. Yeah, but for like a daily driver, if you're looking for an axle, look for the ball joint Dana mm-hmm. sixty. It's it, you, better for parts too. I mean, there's more performance. Like we got Dynatrack ball joints for mm-hmm. them. Um, th- that's the one you want. That's the one you want. Yes. Um, sort of. What were we talking about? Sorry, I screwed you up. Oh I yeah, figured no, we good. should explain that. Yeah, because that's why uh, people like us. I think. I don't know. Maybe oh, I don't know. Maybe they just like our faces. I don't know. The fact that we talk about seven three stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm trying to get back on track here. Uh, we got the axle. Oh, um, a lot of the frame of mind of this this whole deal too was, and this was part of my bargaining chip with my wife. It was that, you know, I'm not going to force this one. Yeah. You know, if I if I message him and the truck's for sale, cool. You know, yeah. if I go to pick it up, you know, or if he's not easy in the times, fine. If he sells it off from under me, okay. Yeah. It's not a big deal. If this is meant to happen, I hate to be that guy, but it's going to happen. You know, yeah. it, it'll be easy. And I didn't even re- realize that, like, one of my best friends had a 60 laid on his floor. Right. And that just happened to fall on my lap. So it was kind of it one of those things be. where, like, it, it was kind of meant to be. I, I'm not usually that guy, but I wasn't going to force this one. I wasn't going to be like, yeah. oh, I have to make this happen right now. I'm like, no, if it happens, cool, baby. It'll yeah. happen. Yeah. And that's the beauty of not having to have to be a daily driver. Exactly. <laughs> and that, again, that's why having the spare rig, you can take your time with something. You can take your time, make sure you're getting the right thing for you. Um, I know it's hard sometimes too when you're looking at a truck that you like maybe have one thing that you're just like not jacked on, mm-hmm. but everything else is like this is like perfect. This yeah. is everything I'm looking for, kind of a thing. Then you know you gotta you gotta ask yourself: Are you willing to take that sacrifice and look for this other part that you need to maybe swap out or whatever? Um, factor that all in. Factor mm-hmm. all that in. Like you got an extra two hundred bucks off the sale price. That's going, I'm sure, probably going right towards that axle that you're that you're. Well, pretty much cover the oil cooler. Yeah, yeah. Don't so, well, actually, I about, didn't because I had to do the oil and coolant. That yeah. thing takes a ton of coolant, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many was it? Fifteen or? Uh, you say? It was uh, so, five 15, jugs. Five jugs. Five jugs. Yeah. Wow. Five gallons. Yeah. Five jugs. I think those are, no, those are bigger than a gallon. Yeah, five jugs. It's a lot. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it gets after it. Yeah. Um. So I did the oil cooler. Um, I'm still working through some of the issues. Uh, by the time you guys watch this, they'll probably all be taken care of. Uh, but if, if you're looking for real up, real-time real updates, I'm going to post them on our Instagram page. Uh, I've been texting a lot with Kevin Calloway. You guys have heard me mention him before. The guy does compounds on a 7.3. Um, he's in the middle of rebuilding his 7.3 again. Me and him are actually messaging today, like the days it's filmed. Um, and I'm, I'm actually – it's – you think you know a lot. And I hate to – I never want to be the smartest guy in the room. You, know? you never want to yeah. think you know everything. I would say 99% of the time when someone asks me, you know a lot about 7.3s? Yes, I do know a lot. Do I know more than the average person? You bet. Absolutely. Yeah. There's the ne- that kind of like next echelon of people that just know. Yeah, to get to that expert level, it's like yeah. a, it's a... And I'm, I'm learning a lot right now. Like, yeah. I can't remember the last no, time. You, that... you, well, you told me today. You're like, I, yeah. I learned some stuff about 7.3. I'm like, wait a second. Wait, what? What? You learned some... Th- what'd you learn? Tell me. I'm getting... What'd you learn? Yeah. And I learned something too. And I'm like, wow. I'll never use that, but cool. No, <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where all the seven threes I ever bought were lower mileage and in really good shape. I've never had to deal with this end, which I'm sure a lot of you might be. And this yeah. is why, like, I'm I'm really stoked about this build. And I want to share it with you. Um, so let's get. I'm going to kind of move on. So uh, actually, so side note here: the interior on this thing, while it's very dirty, was actually complete. It's yeah. very nice. Yeah. 
and the dashboard's a little trashed, Wee. but like the seat doesn't have a giant tear in it. Yeah. You think that would be there, but it's not. So I, I and it's already got an auxiliary cord for the stereo, which I'm stoked on. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I already posted some pictures about you know I cleaned up the driver's side a little bit there. Yeah. It's cleaning up all right. You know, I'm yeah. I'm very excited about it. It Makes me happy. I can't wait to talk out. about the paint. Oh, dude, the paint. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's the plan for this truck? You know, I everything that we do here is like sitting on 37s or 40s getting crazy with lockers and gears and and all this really cool stuff mm-hmm. but it's something that it, it kind of reminds me of those you know of the like high performance guys out there that are building trucks that are just insane amount of horsepower trying to build them for a crazy amount of horsepower and that sort of thing where it's like yeah that fits such a small group of people that I think you should take this truck in a different direction and go and go. And this is, I'm not telling you what to do, but by the way, I'm just saying, yeah, (laughs) I'm just saying let's, I think you should take this truck to a, just a solid usable truck. That's got good parts on it. Mm -hmm. That's reliable. That is powerful, but not over the point where you're worrying about other components kind of a thing. So Mm -hmm. staying under, that well on a power stroke probably staying you know maybe a maximum of hitting that 400 horsepower mark god there was i thought you were gonna make a dig on me right there like no 12 horsepower no no i'm, no, I'm, I'm being completely <laughs> serious on this no I, i'm excited for you because this is something that um i i would i would hope you i'd hope i'd be able to help you on some stuff on oh, it because yeah, i think it'd be i think it'd be cool to get my hands dirty on on a power stroke i don't i don't normally uh uh you know, get to work on a power stroke or play around with a power stroke. Um, so I, I think it's cool. And I think taking it to, you know, build, you know, building something that, that basically everybody else is going to wants to build too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that where, where it fits. And OBSs that, are hot. They're, they're, they're very, very hot there. I mean, they're, I would say as far as a, a used, you know, diesel trucks short of some of the like 24 valve VP trucks and, mm-hmm. and, and P pump trucks, um, you know, in the coming side of things, this is like probably, I'd, I'd probably say this is probably one of the highest selling. I mean, and you know, oh, one of the ones that's more, there's, of, there's more of them out there than any other truck. Oh, yeah. So, um, I think taking it to that level of just the ultimate, the ultimate truck, being used as a truck, not yeah. as like the ultimate truck, like going off-roading or that sort of thing or sled pulling or not. You got forces, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Just the <laughs> ultimate truck that where someone could look at that truck and look at the parts that are put on it and go, that is exactly what I want to do to mine. Yeah. Like you can look at these other trucks that are built like to the tilt and have everything done. You're like, yeah, that's cool. But I don't know if I would ever do that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's cool to look at. It's cool to see, but it's not something that I would want to use every day as a truck so building something that is well a truck yeah, <laughs> it's as simple all, as that a that's truck really all it has to do <laughs> and, and that's like what we've talked about and we asked like yeah. oh you guys right here like what's your plan it, it just needs to be a truck that's it well what, yeah you, you know what, 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 it i know it's kind of vague truck. but it's kind of specific at the same time yeah. it's vague and specific because there's there's so many builds out there where guys are just going crazy with stuff mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's cool to look at but when it comes down to it it's 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 you start when you start getting into those weird sections of truck building. You start mm-hmm. miss. You, you can't use it for certain things, and so I think I think you should do that. 
That's my opinion. Okay. So, yeah, at the end of the day, this thing just needs to be a truck. That's all it has yeah, to I be. Yeah, I think we should change it to just a truck to, like, the ultimate truck. Oh, I don't know if I'd say it's the ultimate truck. Ultimate. Why not? Real here. Why not? I don't know. I don't know if I consider the ultimate truck, but I think it's, I think it's, it's like. It's manual, OBS Ford, yeah. 7.3, which is by far the most reliable Power Stroke engine ever made. I mean, the 6.7 hasn't, hasn't gotten that, hasn't reached that point yet. Right. So, I I think you could consider it kind of the ultimate truck. Maybe. Because it's something that you're not worried about beating up because it's already kind of a little beat up, but you're, you're not trying to beat it up worse. Yeah. It's already but broken in. It's already, you know what I mean? Like, it could be... I think you should call it the ultimate truck. I don't care what anybody else, anybody else says. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so, plans for this truck. Obviously, a truck's got to be a truck. That's where it's going to go. Um, I'm going to replace parts as needed. Um, which I'm, I'm excited about. Uh, I know it's getting injectors and a high-pressure oil pump. Um, injectors, I'm not sure yet. High-pressure oil pump, it'll be a diesel side adrenaline, hands down, for sure. Yeah. No questions about that. You, I think you already have one, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so diesel side adrenaline. Um, and then injectors, I. that's going to be the tipping point because it's going to be, do I go to the point where I need to do an intercooler or do I go to the point where I can be fine without an intercooler? I think you should put an intercooler on it. I really want to, but it also comes down to kind of like budget because this is sort of a budget build. Well, and you could do like, you know, the 7.3 swap. Don't people do like the, the, the later model 7.3 intercoolers in them? I'll be honest. I'm going to do this. I'm doing the Banks one. Like, yeah. I'm, not gonna, I'm not even going to try. The, the tube kit that Banks has is pretty yeah. awesome. I'm not even going to try in front. Like I'll do the Banks one. Yeah. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll pinch for a little bit and do the Banks kit. Yeah. Um, but just intake, tuner, like plans, for, plans thus far. Intake, tuner, exhaust, gauges, gauges. Yeah. I'm doing gauges on there. I'm not doing a monitor. I want to do gauges in this thing. I kind of want to keep that period correct type thing. I like yeah. the gauges. I've never had a truck with gauges. I just have monitors. I'm going to go <laughs> gauges on this one. Um, so intake, tuner, exhaust, gauges, and just... You do a quad pod in that thing. I could. And I can... Yeah, you can do a quad pod. <laughs> <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I just... I And before I do all of that... You know, piece of advice. I, I'm going to get it running right. I do have a bit of a misfire right now, which I'm working through. Um, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think I have a, it's not a compression thing. It's more yeah. of a. We tried doing just RevX this morning and we yeah. only ran it for like three and a half minutes. So we don't know yeah. if that's going to work yet. Um, you, You'll see it on Instagram probably later. <laughs> well, actually not later, but you'll see it on Instagram before this episode comes out. But yeah, yeah, it's the video we're talking about. And, and so I, I've been, I think I have an idea of what I need to do. Um, but this is kind of like the learning process, and, and I'm not going to quite explain everything right now because I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. But once I finish it, I will explain it so I can try and you know, pass that knowledge down to you guys. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just, I want to get it running right and let it sit for a minute, you know, drive it a couple of days or whatever. And I already have tunes for it, so I'm going to do tunes for it, you know, and, and do the proper exhaust because it's kind of got a hobnob exhaust on there, but I'll get that fixed up. And then a cold air intake, and I'll let it ride and see where we go. Yeah. And then... Luckily, everything runs right, you know, and if it keeps running well and it satisfies my diesel need, you know, shifting gears and whatnot, then once the 60 gets up here, I'll start piecing that together. And then, all right, I'm going to spill the beans a little bit here. Uh, if I'm going to do a Dana 60 on the front, that means I need new leaf springs. Yeah. If I'm going to get new leaf springs on the front, I'm not going to buy stock leaf springs for the truck. What kind of idiot do you yeah. take? For? Okay. <laughs> what kind of what kind of man do you think he is? Yeah, I'll go ahead and just take a lap on my own on that one. Yeah. Um, so I, I will probably end up doing a a four inch BDS lift on it because they do sell yeah. a uh, a four inch lift glide right leaf spring for the front. 
which I would like to do a lift on the fr- on the truck anyways. Right. So I'm not going to buy a stock leaf spring. I'm going to replace it later on. Um, so I'll do a BDS lift on it. Uh, and then I'll give you some clearance. I, I don't know if I'm going to go all up to 37s, but it's got no, I about, think some 35s would look fine. Yeah, it's got about 35s on it right now. I'll probably do that. I, I haven't figured out exactly what gearing's in it. I know we talked about when our gear episode yeah. um, that the ZF5 actually has a pretty a pretty aggressive overdrive. I, I think I might have 373s. But what's that Dana 60 have you getting? Is it 410s? It has 410s in it, so I might have changed it out, which means well, that if you do, I might learn how to do gears. Well, <laughs> well, even if, let's say, you're due... <laughs> I know we just talked about not doing 37s and that sort of thing, but if you've already got 410s in the front, then you only have to change the back. It's That's only true. one set of gears you have to buy, Damn it, and Tyler. then you're set up for 37, <laughs> and it'll still be right. So That's true. I mean, I could go one way or the other. Yeah. So it'll kind of come down to whatever I can find at that point. So. That's the beauty of this truck. I can only yeah. say it a million times, but it's the extra truck. It's just yeah. an extra vehicle. As long as it keeps being a truck, it's serving its purpose. Yeah. And it's a diesel. It's making me happy. Yeah. Especially, again, I can't stress enough for you guys out there that don't, because I know there's some people that listen to this podcast that don't have a diesel yet, but want one. This is the way you go about it. Don't just go selling your daily driver, especially if it's a good rig. Keep it. Save your money up. Just save some money. Put some money away to when you you know, have a few thousand dollars that you can pull the trigger mm-hmm. on something, then start looking at your price ranges and see what you can get. Yeah. And, and, and I, I promise you it'll make it so much funner, it so is. much funner and, and, and so much less stress. There's nothing worse than having a rig. That's your daily driver. And I'm speaking from experience, <laughs> a rig that's your daily driver that you constantly have to work on. That's yeah. not fun. It's not fun. It's not fun for you. It's not fun for your family. When you're out in the garage all the time, trying to get your truck running for the next morning, it's just a pain in the butt. The way to go about it, have it as your second rig, your spare rig. Get it to the point where you can daily drive it. Then you can reevaluate and go from there. Mm-hmm. But that's the way that's the that's the way to do it to have fun with it, and that's the whole point of it. And now imagine this: everything Tyler just said about having that daily driver rig issues. Now imagine making payments on that. Yeah. Don't fall into that trap. Don't, don't fall into don't, that. Don't. I know a lot of people want to, you know, get a loan for an OBS truck, and they're going to charge you, you know, an insane amount for interest and whatnot because there's there's no, you know, they can't quantify a resale value on it. As, as far as they're concerned, it's worth $5,000 no matter what, and you're trying to get a loan for fifteen. Yeah. You know, so – Don't shoot just, yourself in the foot that way. Just be smart about that. Don't – get a daily driver. Yeah. That's and, all I can and, say right and, now. And also sit down with yourself. Sit down with yourself in a corner. <laughs> Look at the wall. No, you have to be in a corner, but sit down with yourself and, and ask yourself what – what is okay to like be wrong with the truck? Mm-hmm. Like if you're looking at a truck, like, okay, I'm okay with the tailgate being smashed. I'm okay with the bed having some dents in it and some scratches. I'm okay with, you know, the, you know, get what you can deal with mm-hmm. and then, and then start, start looking, you know, start looking at the trucks. I mean, you just gotta, you gotta come at peace with yourself as far as what you're okay with dealing with. Uh, especially if you're, you're paying that sub $10,000 for a truck, oh, yeah. there's going to be, there's, there's you're not going to find a perfect truck for that <laughs> like yeah. you're not um so just you know well, have that conversation kind of the you. other reason why i went towards this one because once i raised my budget to four thousand there are actually a lot of other like old school carburetor 350s and big blocks and whatnot that were coming up and you know i'll be honest with you guys like i i i know enough about engines where i'm sure i could work on a small block chevy yeah my wrench time on a small block chevy is very minimal yeah and I know everybody can figure it out. I can get on YouTube and get a YouTube degree and figure it out real fast. But, you know, I'm very familiar with a 7.3. Yeah. Extremely I think it's the perfect truck for you. I mean, yeah. for, we were just talking about the other day. I asked you how much you missed your, your old red truck. I think I told and, you I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. No, <laughs> seriously. And 
I think it's a perfect truck for you. I, I'm happy for you. I'm glad you went with that one. I'm glad you found an axle for it, and I'm glad you got a plan for it. I think it's going to be a cool truck. Yeah, it's rough around the edges, but hey, you know what? It, it, what, do you, what do you expect? Yeah. I mean, when you, it, it, again, it's... It's it's kind of a toy for you. It's kind of a well, this is the this and is your kid really likes it too. Oh, he loves it. So that that's where <laughs> okay, we're gonna get back to the name portion right here. We're gonna start wrapping this episode up. So the the name portion, um, old blue always works. Obviously, it's a blue truck. So we'll cap long about old blue. Uh, my son and I have a book series that we read, and probably a lot of other you guys can relate to this too. It's called Little Blue Truck. And it's this little blue farm truck that goes on adventures and it goes into the city and whatnot. And goes beep beep beep. Little blue you know blue farm truck. <laughs> Um, and, but he also has a whole bunch of big blue monster trucks. Yeah. And if you recall, single cab, long bed, OBS Ford, that's Bigfoot. That's the original Bigfoot. That's the original Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's, I'm kind of waiting for him to really start calling the truck one thing. He does call it a monster truck. I know it's not a monster truck. Yeah. But he does call it a monster truck because to him, he's two and a half. It's a freaking monster truck. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And. I think whatever he settles on, if he calls it big blue truck or he calls it monster truck, or that's calls it what dad's it blue truck, that's yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah. Because um, that's cool. Yeah. And it's. It, and I also think it's cool that. You, not that you like force this on him, but, you, you know, just because you're into that kind of stuff that, you know, we've got a little little mini Ben that's growing up mm-hmm. that loves trucks. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's cool. Whenever you can get the next generation involved <clears throat> in diesel trucks and working on trucks, I'm sure he's going to, when he gets a little older, He's going to be under that hood with you, working on that oh, yeah. thing, getting his hands dirty. That's cool. Raising the next generation right. That's how you do it. Yeah. And uh, so far, everybody's been real stoked for me, um, and I'm pretty stoked on that. It's uh, I hate to be like, oh, I just won an award or something, but it, it's, it feels yeah. good. I feel right. I wore yeah. my Power Stroke shirt today because I was pre- feeling festive. Yeah. Um, even our, our shipping guy, our shipping manager, uh, uh, Jared, uh, he actually does some other stuff on the side. Pretty much every year has a side also because we all, we all oh. like to, you know, we're all enthusiasts about a lot of other things as well. But it, he does air fresheners. Yeah. <laughs> Beater with a heater. And it's an OBS Ford. Yeah, and it is. Well, old, it, it's, old, it's a bull yeah, nose, but yeah, it's an OBS yeah. Ford. And the smell of freedom in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, these are going up. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, I'm so stoked. you want Jared John? What's his Instagram tag? He sells oh, these. Uh, Deep, Scre- Deep Creek Supply. Deep Creek Supply. He's got some really cool. I've got a Sasquatch one in my Honda. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only mod I did to the Honda. <laughs> yeah, and just so you know, the beater with the heat of the scent is new car scent. Yeah, boom. Yeah, think about that. Yeah, I forgot what this was. I think it's just for breeze. It's free. It's yeah. freedom. Yeah, freedom. Obviously, freedom. Walk outside and take a smell. America, exactly. freedom. That's what so, it smells like. That's gonna kind of start wrapping this one. We up. didn't talk about the paint, which we'll save for another episode. Oh, what? I'm jacked on the paint. Okay, no, yeah, we're not going to talk about it. We'll see that for episode two about it. Yeah, we got to yeah. leave him hanging. So I'm excited. Um, this is a, a new chapter in my diesel life, and I'm very excited for it. I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Um, anybody who's messaged me so far, because like my Instagram just went through the roof, yeah. especially because I was sharing it with our, our our podcast Instagram. Everybody was like, "Dude, so stoked to see you back in the house. How much is getting for? It's a ninety. Blah blah blah." I'm not gonna lie. I had a couple of beers, and I might have gotten a little frisky with some of you because someone asked me if it was an IDI, and I think I told him I literally shoot myself in the face about an IDI. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I appreciate it. It's it's uh, like a family. Sounds kind of lame, but we are. Uh, so I appreciate all your guys' uh, messages and whatnot, and comments on the pages and whatnot. Yeah, um, keep supporting that. That helps everything out. And this has been a long ass episode about OBS Ford stuff. It's okay. And people Tyler, like it. 
I'm hanging in there. I'm, uh, I'm hanging in there. I had, yeah. to, I had to go up and refresh my uh, thing here. <laughs> um, no, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I dig it. I, I really haven't uh, had the chance to really get in depth on on power stroke. I mean, I've, you know, on, you know, on power structure stuff in general. So I think it's cool. I, I uh, am excited to turn some wrenches with you on it. I'm, and I'm excited to share with everybody here on everything that we do to this thing. And I, I'm excited to see where it ends up. Yeah. I think it's cool. Me too. I'm stoked. Uh, we're not going to do rants today because it's already a long, long yeah. episode. All you 7-3 fans out there, you're welcome. Yeah. Get stoked. Get amped. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. I'm freaking stoked. Don't uh, forget to subscribe. Subscribe. Hit the bell. Whatever hit the it is. Bell, ring the bell. Hit us up. Whatever. <laughs> I don't even care. We're out. We're out. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.